be warned, your viewpoints will be subjected to strict scrutiny. You tuned in to Right Side Radio. Which, whether we like it or not, spells duty. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. With Chris McDaniel. It's a matter of free choice with Christians. If you want to be part of us, we encourage that. We want you to. We pray for your souls, but we're not going to make you. And Jack Fairchild. When are we going to wake up and realize that they won't stop the fight? They're going to keep bringing the fight up. They're going to keep counting and keep coming after us. We have come together here because the American people deserve better from those to whom they entrust our nation's highest office. The website, therightsideonline.com. You're listening to Right Side Radio. Feels like my eyes have been blown wide up. All right, guys, you have found it. It is the Right Side Radio program. Here we are on this Tuesday evening, folks. Jack Fairchild's welcoming back our good friend Louis Garvin with us today. John Burt unable to be with us today. We look forward to hopefully having our good friend back with us tomorrow, but John is busy, busy right now. Oh, I tell you, he's that man, I can't seem to pin yeah. him down. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> he really is busy, busy right now. He wanted to be here today. He wanted to be in Jackson with us this morning. Um, Lewis and myself and our good friend Richard Conrad from the yep. Jones County 912 Project, the three of us got up insanely early this morning uh, uh, we had to be on the bus at 6 o'clock this morning and we got up early early to be a part of this well worth it going up to the capitol to help rally support for Nathan's Law uh, if you guys haven't heard by now Nathan's Law did get out of committee uh, and it has now the gutted version has pass, passed the House of Representatives in a unanimous vote which tells me that the true version of the bill would have passed the House of Representatives probably in a unanimous vote. But this scumbag, Ed Blackman, and, and chief scumbag, in my personal opinion, Billy McCoy, Billy McCoy. I'm not letting McCoy off the hook, no, okay. even though he wasn't on this committee. It, Ed Blackman, this guy is just, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say, the man's a piece of trash. And every, everything from the way he carries himself up there at the Capitol. That's right. And everything, when I observed him today, what I saw of this man is a low-life, sorry, miserable human being. And, that, and that's my opinion, folks. And I'm sorry if it offends someone out there. Tough. Yeah, I watched the way he carried himself. He carried himself with an air of arrogance, with a thought process that he's better than those who were up there protesting his committee. And essentially him, uh, again, Ed Blackman, uh, let, me, let me tell this story, because uh, while we were doing the, uh, we were there while Senator McDaniel came out and gave his press conference, and yeah. uh, for those of you who've never been to the state capitol, they've got the long staircase, and that's where they stood, all of us up there was on that staircase, and we stood there watching the uh, speech be given, and behind the staircase is a hallway that acts as a bottom staircase. Well, Ed Blackman, he, I guess he had to go down to the bottom staircase, so he sneaks over there beside the side. And he looks up, and he sees me and Richard standing up there, and he looks at us, and he kind of looks down with this look of disdain. And that's the best way I can describe it. It was a mm. look of disdain, people. And I just leaned over the rail, and I told him I thought he was a coward. Because he was a coward. Well, today he's trying to be less cowardly. He's actually, he's actually speaking for the he first speaking. time. Yep, finally. He's speaking. Because, you know, Ed couldn't be bothered with speaking uh, all these weeks leading up to this why he let the committee sit there why he let this bill sit there in committee and wanted wanted to let the bill die that's right doesn't does not uh, 
was not a fan. He wanted to let it die. Well, he's finally gone on record. You know, he, he said that uh, he had numerous concerns about the bill, including provisions to create a 30-foot buffer zone around stopped school buses and a requirement that only hands-free cell phones be used, uh, used by motorists in school zones. His committee removed both measures, as well as making it a felony, and as well as voter inference, I mean, uh, vehicle, I keep wanting to say voter, but <laughs> vehicle inference. So again, uh, it's a vehicle owner inference. Again, Blackman, he said that the buffer zone would be hard to f enforce in urban environments where there's usually bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic. He said that some motorists may not be aware of when they're entering or leaving a school zone. That big flashing sign that says school zone, that, that's not going to tip them off, Ed? <laughs> I mean, seriously, Ed, that's, that's not going to tip you off. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just asking the question, Ed. You know, because every time I see a school zone, it, it's not just a sign, Lewis. That's right. It's a sign, usually, with flashing lights. Usually. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, again, Ed, nice try. I guess you're inferring that people can't read in Mississippi. Maybe, maybe that's what he believes. Us Mississippians, we too dumb to read. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what Ed's inferring here. Oh, but don't worry. Ed went further. Oh, my. He also said it's ridiculous to include a five-year prison sentence for someone convicted of injuring a child while passing a school bus on the first offense. God forbid we put someone who injures a child in jail. God forbid, Ed. I mean, my goodness, you're right. That's just completely ridiculous. That's absurd, Ed. No, what's absurd is the people of Canton are dumb enough to put you in office. That's what's absurd. What's absurd is just you and your ridiculous claims. There, I can use your word too, Ed. Like a did. Ed there. Oh, my goodness. And again... It, because, again, it's not just injuring a child. It's injuring a child while breaking the law already. He said under the current law, a person could be charged with aggravated assault and face up to a 20-year sentence for the same reason. But what he fails to tell you is how hard it is to actually go up. The school bus driver has to go up there and file it. You have to then prove that they, there was an intent to injure. That's it. So, again, Ed is playing games. Ed is lying to the people because Ed is a scumbag. That's what Ed is. Again, he went further. We know that Chris McDaniel, our, our very own good friend, Senator McDaniel, he authored this bill. It was in response to the death of five-year-old Nathan Key, who I'm, I'm still wearing a t-shirt with Nathan's picture on it that I had on earlier today. It was, it was there to honor him after he was hit by a car after he got off the school bus. You know, Nathan, Nathan didn't get a second chance after that. Mm -mm. This, the guy who hit him is going to. He's going to get slap on the wrist, most likely, because the, the penalties before weren't harsh enough. But if, if, if Ed had his way, then we, they'd all just be able to... They'd all just get us. <laughs> it was a first offense. <laughs> Let it, we, well, let's not overreact to somebody that harms a child on a first offense here when he was already breaking the law in the first place. I mean, God forbid we send him to jail. God forbid that. He went further. He said the bill, as it left the Senate, is an insult 
to the legacy of the child who lost his life. He also said, the only way it could be salvaged is the way I did it. Arrogance. Right up front, arrogance. What a scumbag. And that's why, that's why I report to, to you what a scumbag this man is. At the top of the hour, we're expecting to have either Andy or Laurie Key on with us tonight so that we can talk with them about it. They actually had a sit-down with, uh, with Ed, as, I'm, uh, uh, as I refer to him. <laughs> you know, Ed sat down with them, and, uh, and I'm, I'm going to be interested to hear exactly how that went. So again, coming up at 6 o'clock, it's, it's either going to be Andy or Laurie. I'm not sure which one is going to be calling in, but they're both wonderful people. Having the chance to, uh, to have met both of them, they both inspire me. Their strength is amazing. Right. You know, amazing people. Did, did they have the meeting after the, uh, no. the things no, earlier? No, they didn't. Uh, they had it uh, before they went in session. Oh, okay. Because, you know, the House didn't go in session till 2 o'clock today. Oh, oh, okay, okay. But it was after the presentation this morning, that's what I was saying. The reason I said that is when Blackman, Ed Blackman, came through the crowd in front of the House of Representatives Mm -hmm. uh, chambers, he, in passing, grabbed people's hands real quick and shook it, run by. Didn't look at them, didn't acknowledge them, and then stuck his nose up all the way through. If he makes eye contact, then it's real. That's it. You know... I mean, a, a miserable human being. I couldn't eyes. see that. And then, then he is, comes in there and sits down with them like that. It's like a slap in the face to me. You but know, we'll see what they say. It's just, uh, again, we, we had uh, Sheriff Alex Hodge, who we had on the show yesterday. Yeah. He led the procession out there. And, again, I applaud Sheriff Hodge for being part of this and, you know, <clears throat> getting involved. He spoke at the press conference as well, as did Laurie Gee. Yes. And, and oh, a very emotional did. from her. And it just... Uh, it really hits home for you. It does. Um, Senator McDaniel, he, he went on to comment, said the first offense felony language was needed because the current law is difficult to enforce because prosecutors have to prove the motorist intentionally tried to hit the child. He said it's a much higher standard. We've been trying to fill a hole in the law. If Nathan had been injured, it would have been difficult to charge the person with felony. <clears throat> so again, this is what's happened. And, and, and it's just ridiculous to sit here and watch what Ed has done here in his low-life scumbag way. He has butchered this bill. Yeah. The good news is the bill's still alive. That's it. That's the good news. So we can, we can take the positive here. And I, I know we're angry. Trust me. That's I'm right. angry. Lewis, Lewis is far more reserved than I am, but Lewis is angry. You don't want me to show how angry I am. Yeah. You know, I mean, Lewis is holding it I'll a little bit you. better than I am, but he, trust me, Lewis is not a happy camper. Ed Blackman, I, again, I, have, I, had, I did not think my respect level could go lower for this man, but it did. It did. You know, and it just, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> what, what are you going to do? The good news, too, is... Now that it's out, we've, we're gonna, that stuff's going to be put back in. Well, uh, Senator McDaniel's going to be working feverishly on this. That's right. Uh, I, have, I have zero doubts in my mind that Senator Chris McDaniel will make this bill back to being the bill that it needs to be, the bill with teeth, and to hell with Ed Blackman. That's you know? it. And that's, again... <laughs> well, let me, let me say something. Mm-hmm. Now, they, the, you people out there have been calling... 
-hmm. I believe that was a major part of this thing today. And if you continue to follow this, this is the people's, mm -hmm. uh, the people's legislature. We've got to do this. It's not just yep. those people in that conference, when yep. it, whenever it gets to that conference. Absolutely. It's going to be us. We've got to be involved. Let's go to the phone lines real quick. we got about two minutes till the break. We've got Daniel in Hattiesburg. Daniel, are you there? Hey, how you doing, huh? Hey, Daniel. Hey, I just want to call in support of what you guys are doing. I think mm -hmm. that's very admirable. Mm -hmm. uh, my dad's a bus driver, mm -hmm. and, you know, he said the same thing that, you, that happens, you know, with that, that kid, potentially happening every day. So people right. driving around buses and acting reckless. Yeah. I really want to, you know, just call and support you guys. I got to go run the class in a little bit my last class. <laughs> well, Daniel, I'm glad to hear from you. Yeah. I mean, you know we love your calls, and it's been a while. And it, and I, I, aren't you, you're an educator yourself, so yeah. let me ask you a quick question, if you don't mind. I don't mind. Uh, you see it all the time, too, in those school districts and stuff. You see the people on their phones. They're not paying attention to what's around them. That's another good part of the bill as well because, again, it's another thing that helps protect children. I mean, don't you notice that? Exactly. I, I really agree with you. you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's all about kids. Yeah, you know, that's, that's right. That's one, that's one thing that our government should do is protect us. Mm -hmm. Make sure we put laws in place that's going to protect yeah. us, not, you know. And I mean, we, we've already, the law's already in place. We're just making it have teeth. So that way people have to pay the penalty when they break it. Instead of just getting the, that, slap you on the wrist. Who cares? You know. You know, exactly. Uh. And, and that was a needless life to, to be lost. You know, mm -hmm. and I, and I saw the story on, on TV like everyone else. Yeah. It touched your heart. I have a five-year-old. Yeah. So, you know, it really touches your heart. That's right. Your yeah. heart <laughs> goes after those, those parents. Yeah. You, you see, you want, you want so much for your children. Mm -hmm. And you're not even thinking about something like that happens, and when something like that happens, just snatches that away from you. And mm -hmm. I really feel for those. And you know, I really, I'm in support of the bill, and I hope that they put more teaching to the yeah. bill. I just want to call and support you guys for what you guys are doing. Well, thank yeah. you, Daniel. And I encourage you to uh, call Ed Blackman. Yeah. Leave him a message because God, God knows he's not going to talk to you on the phone. He can't be inconvenienced with you pesky, with you pesky uh, constituents. <laughs> you know, but. Call him. Let him know how disappointed you are in the way he held this bill up and the fact that he gutted it. But again, know you got to run to class, and we've got a commercial break, Daniel. Next time, call in when you got some more time, buddy. Yes, I will. Thank Pleasure. you. All right, guys, this is the Right Side Radio Program. The phone lines are open if you want to call into the big show today. 261-0898 for those of you in Hattiesburg. 649-0898 for those of you in Laurel. We'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back here to the Right Side Radio Program. Jack Fairchild's our good friend, Louis Garvin, the official third mic of the Right Side Radio Program. No, no longer a fill-in, no longer a guest host. He is definitely officially a part of this program. So. Boy, are they making me welcome. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> well, you're making yourself welcome. I mean, and, and we appreciate the fact that, like today, going with us to Jackson, um, you know, John wasn't able to go. Yeah. Louis, yeah. Uh, Louis uh, even when I, and let me tell you this story before I go to the phone line. There, it was up until yesterday before I knew I was going to be able to go uh, because I wasn't sure I was going to be able to get free from work and be able to go. I called Lewis over the weekend and said, Lewis, one of us needs to be there. Look, I was planning on going anyway. And I was <laughs> like, we got, we got somebody that's going to be there. And, uh, and I really appreciate that. You know, it wasn't even like, Lewis, it's going to be, you know, I'm going anyway. Yeah. You know, so it just, uh, 
it just was it, it mean the means the world to the keys it meant the world to me that lewis was uh willing to go up although there. that deputy sheriff i was following didn't know who i was at first until about two miles down the road he figured out <laughs> i belonged there <laughs> didn't you almost get a ticket on the way yeah there was a highway patrolman come up behind me right up on my tail i don't know if he had his lights on or not but i thought he was going to pull me over until he saw the deputies up ahead of me <laughs> and realized you were chasing him. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the phone lines real quick we've got a lorry in laurel who was also there in Jackson with us today. Lori, are you there? Yes. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? All right. What can we talk to you about? Well, I just wanted the people of Jones County to know that while we were standing after the conference, the press mm -hmm. conference, mm -hmm. Omaria Scott came up and started talking to the Key family, mm -hmm. and then those of us that were around could hear her. Mm -hmm. And basically, she was just... Um, couldn't say enough nice things about Mr. Blackman and that, you know, if we had a chance to meet him, we would think he was just one of the nicest people in the world and that he was a respected lawyer all over the United States and he had all the respect up in the house. Um, <laughs> he ain't got my respect. <laughs> and then she did say, oh, but I must um, make this disclosure. He is a close personal friend of mine. Well, and I just thought the people of Jones County should know that she signed off on all the amendments. Yep. Oh, my. Wow. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. So in her own county where this child was killed, she signed off on those amendments. You know, and and the one thing I heard was she was the one who got the sit down for the keys. I didn't hear that, that the latter part of it. But if she was, then, yeah, she sold out. She sold out the people of her own county, you know. And, uh Again, you you can maybe defend the talking up Blackman because if he is a close because she did disclose he's a close personal friend, but in the bottom line is she supported that close personal friend instead of doing what's right, and I can't defend that. There's no defense of that. Uh, I'm sorry. It, it was I don't know of, of a good friend that's going to defend something like that. No, no. And again, it, his actions prove to me that he's not a good man. I have zero respect for him. I have beyond zero respect for that man. I, I think he's a low life. I think he's the, I think he's a scumbag. And I think every time he opens his mouth, he continues to prove it. I think he acted very, very cowardly all the way up into today. And to, today, apparently, he found some porridge that had courage in it. Now he's able to. Now he's a, now he's brave. He's no longer the cowardly lying. Now I can be brave because I'm personally trying to save Nathan's law by gutting it, and removing its teeth. Yeah. Lori, tell me, Lori, how, how did you think the, the media did today? I thought the media did really well. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to see too much mm -hmm. of what, you know, was there, but we had a lot of coverage. I thought the press conference was mm -hmm. great. Um, I just, I guess my biggest appointment, disappointment besides Mr. Blackman is Omaria Scott. Yeah. She supported yeah. her friends instead of the children of Jones County, who mm -hmm. are her constituents as well. Just yep. because they can't vote, she's there to look out for them as well. But we'll try to, uh, during the commercial break, look up her phone number and make sure that everybody that doesn't already have the way to get in touch with her. Because I've had a Mississippi Blue Book sitting in my car, so I, uh, I, can, I can make sure that we uh, we can get the message out there so that the people of Jones County and, you know, Forest and Lamar, since we got listeners there as well, can call and voice their displeasure. You know, and I, I definitely appreciate you calling and sharing That's that great. information with us. Oh, I appreciate you guys letting the public know what's really going mm -hmm. on behind the scenes because mm -hmm. it was a, it was an eye-opener to a lot of us today. Yeah, it, it was. And, and trust me, I've, I've gone to Jackson before. I've gone up there. 
there there were things that went on today that opened my eyes that I hadn't even seen before. And I know I know who's working and I know who's not. I know those in the Senate, you saw them you saw them actually try to do some business. House of Representatives <laughs> don't bother us till two o'clock. <laughs> you know, we're gonna charge you starting at eight. But we we don't bother us till two. So uh, <laughs> Yeah, I have a problem with that too. But anyway, that that may be a that may be a soapbox for another day. <laughs> As if you hadn't got enough. Huh? Yeah, I know. I mean, I've got a few of them. I've got Laura, a stack of stories we don't even have to get to anymore. <laughs> Lori, it was an honor to be there with you today too. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you that. Thank Absolutely. you so much for for standing beside us. Well, I was glad to be there. Yeah, I mean, and again. I know, I know it meant the world to us, but it really meant yep. the world to the Keys. It for, sure you, did. for you to be there, for us to be there, for everyone who's gotten involved and taken an interest in not just this law, but in Nathan in general. And uh, we, we've, got to, we've got to make sure that that life was not wasted. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, Laurie, thank you so much for the call, and uh, hope to hear from you again real soon. You're welcome. Thank mm-hmm. you. All right, guys. We might, if you if you're quick, we might have time for one more call before we go to commercial break. 601-268-0898 for those of you in Hattiesburg. Uh, 649-0898 for those of you in Laurel. Uh, we we can't hold anybody through the break because at the commercial break we are expecting sometime in that break to get a phone call from either Andy or Laurie Key. That's right. So again, we've got to uh, got to make sure the lines open. So if you want to get in, we'll get you in here in this final minute and a half. And uh, be quick so that way we can get you on, get your message out there and try to. But, uh, again, I didn't know that about Amora. Uh, I didn't know it either. I'm glad we brought that up. Uh, so, again, that's that's disgusting, you know, um, especially for her to go up there and talk about defending her friend and then talk about how she sported the key and then go ahead and kind of pretty much stabbed him in the back a little bit, you know. And that's As if Blackman was really the one that had to be taken care of, not not the yeah. bill, not the children. Yeah. Look, Blackman Blackman's not not defendable in this. I don't care if he's your friend. Sometimes your friends are wrong. I mean, there are times when my friends are wrong and I may feel the need to defend them because because they're my friend. But if they're wrong, they're wrong. And most of the time, I'm not going to defend a friend that's wrong. A good friend will take that friend to the side and talk to him yeah. about it and not not expound on it. Yeah. Let's go to the phone lines real quick. We don't have much time. Uh, we may give him a little bit of extra time, but we've got Billy in Stringer. Billy, are you there? Yes, uh, yes I'm here. Hey, Billy, real quick. we got about under a minute. Okay, I just want to tell you all thank you all for, for bringing this out to the public. Um, I agree with Daniel. I support what you all are saying and what you all are doing. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, there's more than just the Keys family involved in this. Mm-hmm. I mean... You're right. The, yeah. the children, the children on the bus, what they witnessed, you know, children of that age yeah. should never have to witness that. Amen. And that, that's a good point oh, that, you know, point. not even, not even thinking about. And I, I applaud you for pointing that out. You are absolutely right. Cause, uh, I'm a, I'm a close friend with, um, the lady that was driving the bus. Mm-hmm. It, it, um, it, it, it tore her up too. And I'm it, sure. it, it involved, you know, it, yeah. Everybody's lives are involved in that just yeah. because somebody wanted to pass the bus because they was in a hurry. Yeah. And I'm disappointed in, in, in them and in, in Jackson for not, you know, for not looking at this the way we're looking at it. Yeah. I mean, how could you not look at this as vehicle manslaughter? I, I don't see how you couldn't. I think it's disgusting. I think it's sinister. And I think, I think Ed Blackman is a sorry human being. It's like Blackman standing there watching the accident and saying, we're disposable. Yeah. 
we got to go to a commercial break. This is the Right Side Radio Program. When we get back, we'll have either Andy or Lori Key. part of us, we encourage that. We want you to. We pray for your souls, but we're not going to make you. And Jack Fairchild. When are we going to wake up and realize that they won't stop the fight? They're going to keep bringing the fight to us. They're going to keep pounding and keep coming after us. We have come together here because the American people deserve better from those to whom they entrust our nation's highest office. The website, therightsideonline.com. You're listening to Right Side Radio. All right, guys, you have found it. It is the second part of the Right Side Radio program. Jack Fairchild's Lewis Garvin here in studio today. And we do have a special guest on the phone line, so let's get right to her. We do have Lori Key, mother of Nathan Key, who Nathan's Law is named in honor of. Lori, welcome to the program. Thank you. Well, Lori, first off, uh, let me say what a privilege it was to to be with you guys today in this fight for Nathan's Law. Uh, I, I was I, I, I'm just appalled at what's going on and what what is going on with Ed Blackman and and other members of the House of Representatives and Mara Scott, all those involved with just basically destroying a bill that was meant to honor your son. I am I'm very appalled mm-hmm. at the the changes and the, the amendments that they have made, um, as well as you know the statement from Mr. Black. Uh, in reference to the original bill that was uh, voted 51 to 0 from the Senate mm-hmm. being um, saying that the bill as it, as it left the Senate is an insult to the legacy of the child who lost his life, that one? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, um, I don't feel that way. I feel that the watered-down bill that he has come forward with and presented to Judd A and now has gone through the full house, that That's right. mm-hmm. is an insult yeah. to the legacy of my child. Yeah. An insult to the state of Mississippi and to all Mississippians as a whole. I mean, Absolutely. Uh, let me ask you, too, because I understand that you and Andy had a sit-down with Ed yes. Blackman. Originally, it was supposed to, I believe, be a 30-minute sit-down that then got reduced to a 15-minute sit-down. Uh, tell us a little bit of how that meeting went. Uh, we actually um, went in and uh, uh, obviously introduced ourselves. And the majority of the conversation, um, Mr. Blackman stated that he did not like you know, certain entities of the bill and that he um, felt like this portion of the bill needed to be different or changed. And, you know, that kind of concerned me 
because I didn't hear in that conversation from him or any of his statements that he had negative responses from any of the citizens from the state of Mississippi, nor did I hear any conversation or statements from him stating that he received phone calls in support of this bill. It was about I wanted to take this out or I didn't agree with this part of the bill. Yeah. And, you know, and, that, and that's what struck me about the man. Everything, and I never got a chance to speak to him, but everything about when I observed him, when, when he wasn't trying to run quickly past us, he, he carried himself just a, with an air of superiority. He had this, this vision that he was somehow better than those around him, that he couldn't be bothered with us, and, and that's something that really bothered me about the man. And then when I read his statements, uh, again... No, he, he he says that we couldn't have the uh, the thirty foot buffer zone around because most you, most of uh, motorists might in urban environments might not be aware that they are entering or leaving a school zone. Right. You know, again, ridiculous. Right. You're you're absolutely correct. You know. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I am I am absolutely appalled at the changes, and once again, the felony. Um, you know, we had it um, depicted down to a first, second, and third offense. However, if you pass the stop school bus, and even regardless if it was your first offense or your third offense, and you injured a child, that was an automatic felony. And the response that we got today on that, that they have amended it, that was pulled out of the law. (sighs) And um, the reason being is he says that that was a lesser sentence than we already had a statue in the state of Mississippi for aggravated assault. (laughs) Well, Andy and I both um, debated with him over the fact that aggravated assault, you have to prove intent. Mm -hmm. He argued back with us, stating that, no, that was not the case. (laughs) And this man's a lawyer, and he doesn't know the law? Correct, correct. And so, once again, you know, not only insulting my child, but insulting the intelligence of the citizens of the state mm. and, and listening to us whether we support or don't support something he's taking the he's making the decisions of these bills on him by himself wow i mean uh, laurie i first off I, I have to applaud you and, and andy for the the strength and the 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 vision you guys have shown in the crusade over this bill and i i know in my heart of hearts especially now that it, it's not going to die and we know that now Right. that we're going to get these things back. I mean, we've got Senator Chris McDaniel already working feverishly to get the stuff back in there that the House is now destroyed about it. It's not, it's not a lost cause, and I think that's, that's the, one, the one thing we can be happy about at the end of the day. Right, right. At least we survived. Yeah. At least we survived. And, you know, once again, and I, I guess that it really bothers me is why I keep bringing it up, but mm-hmm. once again... He pat Mr. Blackman patted himself on the back yeah. as I amended it so that it could get out. Mm-hmm. You know, you wouldn't have had it to even amend if it had not been for Chris McDaniel. Absolutely. I'm sorry, but you wouldn't have even had the opportunity to be able to say, I, I, me, me, yeah. me, if it weren't for Chris McDaniel. Yeah, I mean, Chris McDaniel, uh, Billy Hudson, uh, Bill Bryant. We, we, we had a lot of good leaders uh, who, who were involved in this bill. Uh, Chris was probably one of the, had the biggest involvement of anyone. He actually did. You know, mm-hmm. when we originally started looking at the law, mm-hmm. 
that we currently had and what changes we could make to it. We actually got a team uh, together, uh, my husband and myself. Um, we had school bus safety experts come in. We had transportation uh, department heads come in. We had DAs. We had um, sheriff uh, from different areas mm -hmm. in, um, and then attorneys. Mm -hmm. And we looked at the different things. We looked at other states' laws. Um, you know, a lot of this we've actually pulled from other states. Yeah. For instance, the inference and the owner of a vehicle being held accountable is from Alabama. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, the cameras being allowed on the bus stems from the John Atkins Act from mm -hmm. January of '09 from North Carolina, where a 16-year-old got ran over while getting off of a school bus. Mm -hmm. So these are not things that we just came up with out of thin air. We've researched. Mm -hmm. well, see, and that's the other thing that I found truly insulting about his comment about the, the insult to the legacy. Of the, does, does Ed not realize that you and Andy have personally helped in, in the investigation of this bill. So again, it's not like you guys weren't involved. So, so again, I, I don't understand how he could even come up with that insult. You know, at, I don't think he cares. Yeah. I really don't. This has shown me not only his statements, but his behavior with the bill mm -hmm. has shown me the true feel that he has for the children and for the safety of our children in the state of Mississippi. Yeah. I don't believe, I really do not believe that he cares about the safety of our children. He has shown that in the changes to this bill that he has made because he has left us with a bill that has no teeth, mm -hmm. no teeth whatsoever. Now, from what I understand, though, Laurie, Ed is not the only one who is a... Uh who's kind of acted less than gracious to, to one of their constituents. I mean, you've, you've had other House members that have kind of been a little rude to you as well. That we have. Mm -hmm. We have. Um, there was um, uh, Mr. Chisholm, actually, mm -hmm. uh, called Mr. Chisholm, and the statement was made that uh, his time was being wasted. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean... If first off, and that offends me to my core, because again, he represents the people. Correct. Even if he disagrees with with what you're trying to push, he still should never tell you you're wasting his time. You know, he should listen, and then afterwards, maybe give a carefully crafted argument on to why he disagrees. But to come out and say you're wasting your time. And I was actually told personally by him that he had had no supporters or, or phone calls. Um, that he had received a couple of phone calls, but mm -hmm. they were from a specific phone number, or area code rather, and I informed him that my area code for my cell phone was 260, which happens to be out of the state of Indiana, mm -hmm. and to please not base his decision off of phone numbers. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just frustrating, again, especially when you see the, the political process fail in so many ways like this. Uh, and again, I, I still have great faith in the state of Mississippi. I definitely have great faith in the Senate side of the chamber because we've seen the great wisdom that's come out of the, the Senate. I but do, and I honestly mm -hmm. believe that we could have taken the bill mm -hmm. and put it, presented the bill as it was mm -hmm. to the full House, and it would have passed. I agree. I have no doubt. Yeah, I agree. I have no doubt.
You know, and you know, I'm very heartbroken that that opportunity was not given. I am very ashamed, however, that there were people and statements made by some of the representatives that um, they would have to tell on their wife or daughter if they were to pass a stop school bus and the car be, you know, the title be in their name. Well, well they, hold on. <laughs> what? what could, you, could you repeat that? Because uh, that may be a bombshell. That's him. What? Yes. Um, the statement was made from one of our representatives that in the inference of the owner of the vehicle being held accountable, that if his wife or daughter were to pass a stop school bus, that he would have to tell on them. Mm. And my response to that um, was, no, you don't. Yeah. You can pay the $500. You can take the suspension, and you can go to jail. Yeah. You don't have to tell on them. You don't have to. No. But, I mean, how about this? How about the fact that they broke the law? How about the fact that, yes, I know you love them, but they broke the law. If you don't want them to pay the crime, then then you allow them to. That's not, that's not justification to kill a bill. That's... Okay. Again, right there, that sounds like selfishness. It sounds like you're right, selfish. selfishness, and it all sounds like you have an intent to break a law. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what in the right? Wow. You're um, exactly right. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Self-preservation. <laughs> I have nothing left on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, Jack is speechless. <laughs> <laughs> no, it happened. <laughs> we have we have had ups and downs. This has been a this has been a roller coaster ride. Um, oh, I know what it is. If it weren't for Chris McDaniel mm-hmm. and and his positive attitude and him continuing to tell us. You know, regardless, it's going to be okay. He has had a very positive attitude mm-hmm. about everything. And I would call Chris, and I would say, Chris, you're never going to believe this response I just got. <laughs> you know? This person is telling me that their wife or daughter, yeah, what? Yeah. And he said, Lori, just calm down. It's going to be okay. He said, you know, people have to think things through. Yeah. And I want to... I would like to commend Chris for having a very positive attitude mm-hmm. and and showing me and he really helping me to maintain a positive attitude throughout the whole process. He, Chris, Chris is one of my closest friends and I tell people all the time, I consider him like family. He's a brother to me and he's one of those when I get down that I, I, I personally, I, I sometimes I'll have to call him and be like, Chris, you won't know what's ha- you won't believe what's going on and Chris is like, don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. It's going to get better. And he's amazing for that. And that's the reason why I told you this morning on the bus, you've got a pit bull on your side. you got somebody right there that, you know, he's not going to stop. Right. You know? and, and, again, that's, that's invaluable. And that's the type of leadership we need in government. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. And, too, um, the, you know, West Virginia mm-hmm. has adopted some of the uh, penalties and things out of Nathan's law. Mm-hmm. Um, however, their law is... Um, Oh, what is it? I can't remember what they've, they've called their law. Okay. Um, anyway, it's, it's titled differently other than Nathan's Law. However, it was used, um, Nathan's Law was used mm-hmm. to enhance their school bus safety laws there wow. in West Virginia. And then um, we received an email from an associate justice of the Supreme Court out of New Hampshire, mm-hmm. as well as the Attorney General 
of the state of New Hampshire, and they are actually going to be presenting Nathan's Law in their fall legislation. Oh, my. Wow. So I'm kind of, you know, I've, I'm happy mm-hmm. that Nathan's Law did not die. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And it's, so We it's, have survived. We've made it this far. Mm-hmm. And even with where we are today in our state, at least we, Andy and I, can know that possibly, you know, Chris's work and my work and Andy's work, the group that originated this, have helped other children in other states. Absolutely. Well, Laurie, let me ask you this question real quick, because I know you're going to have to take off here in just a second. But what does the outpouring of support that you've received, I mean, the people that got up this morning very early to get on that bus, uh, the people who have called you and contacted you and voiced their support, you know, people like, people like me and Lewis who you'd never met before today who have just shown an interest and gotten involved what does that do especially not just for your your confidence but again to let you know that there are that many people out there in support of you guys you know I really don't look at it in an aspect of you are supporting me Mm -hmm. as you are showing me that you care about the safety of the children in the state of Mississippi yeah um, you know, through the original the, the grief and the loss of Nathan, mm-hmm. yet we had an outpouring of support just for the loss yeah. of our child. But the continued support for the bill, I don't look at that as you are supporting me. You are supporting the children mm-hmm. that can't voice their opinion. Mm-hmm. And you are helping to ensure their safety. And that to me is great that is awesome um and you know once again it's not just from the state of mississippi mm-hmm. that we're seeing the support yeah. absolutely well Laurie, we really appreciate you and we appreciate the hard work you're putting in you talk about how chris mcdaniel somebody that can inspire you you have inspired us and That's i right. just you sure have you and andy Thanks. both i mean y'all strength it, it amazes us and uh we, we know it's going to pass. We know we're going to get the, the bill that was originally intended now that we've, we've survived the, the speed bump in the road. And I think that's the best way to call it right now is a speed bump in the road. We're going to get it. And the Ed Blackmans of the world, they'll get what's coming to them in the end. Right. You know, but uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to be with us, especially we know it's been a busy day for you guys. And, uh, it has been a very busy day. <laughs> you are right. You are right. But yes, I, you know, this, mm-hmm. this with Nathan, um, his life was full of joy. He was happy all the time, full of life, yeah. just an awesome child. And I don't appreciate the legacy of his life being used to try to intimidate people with a law that we're trying to pass yeah. the safety of other children. Absolutely. But I appreciate it very much, guys. No problem. Anything we can do for you, anytime. And I'll say this, anytime somebody, you've got a politician that just, you know, gives you a hard time, you've got a form to come vent to. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I know the people out there listening want to hear it, too. Absolutely. Right. You know, thank you so much, and we look forward to talking to you again real soon, especially on, on the Victory Day when we get the final bill out there. We look forward to talking to you and Andy again and just uh, celebrating the fact that it, it was a long road, but we got it done. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, and we'll, we'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
Wow, guys. Uh, again, and that was Lori Key, mother of uh, Nathan Key, who Nathan's Law is named for. Remarkable lady. And uh, again, Andy sure as is. well. You know, We didn't get a chance to talk to him tonight, but Andy as well. They're, they're both remarkable people. And, uh, you know, having the chance. So last night, Lewis will attest to this, was the first time I had actually spoken to Lori. I called her up after the show and, uh, you know, spoke to her, let her know, because she, she wanted everyone who was going to be on the bus to call, so I, I called well, her. Well, uh, actually, what he did, he looked at me and said, Lewis, should I call? <laughs> I said, hey, it's your call. You yeah. do it. <laughs> and, uh, and I called her. and I, I'm glad he did, though. You, you can ask Lewis. Uh, you know, I was moved after I got yep. on the phone with her. You know, I mean, we sat there for, what, 30 minutes talking after yep. afterwards, just because, uh, again, I... I I see something. She talked about seeing positivity in Chris. What I saw from her today was nothing but positivity. Right. What I saw from Andy today, they were frustrated. They they were beaten down a little bit. The courage and stamina that they showed today was just remarkable. Yeah, they were they were beaten down a little bit. But you know what, Lewis? They're not giving up the hope. No. And I don't I don't see that happening at all for these guys. I don't see any sign of surrender here. There's no surrender. And it's all for our children. That's right. It's all for the memory of their child. It's all for future children. It's something we need to do. And it's something that, again, it's not easy to get out there and take a stand. No, it's not. No matter, no matter what your crusade is, no matter what you're out there for, it's not easy. But they did it. They saw the importance of this. They got out there, they got involved, and they did it. The bill that came out, it's not the bill we want, but the good news is we can change it. It's not going to die in a committee because Ed Blackman's too sorry to get off his rear end and actually do something. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm still not done with you, Ed. Don't, don't think just because we, we got off your topic for a second, Ed, that I'm done with you. You know, Mr., it's ridiculous to include a five-year prison sentence to someone convicted of injuring a child while passing a school bus. Oh, don't get me started on ridiculous. You know, again, that's in quotations. Yeah. Ridiculous. That's, that's Ed. You know, Mr. Brilliant Representative. World-renowned attorney. But no, my goodness. Soft on crime, apparently, aren't we there, Ed? I guess that's what it is. Children are expendable, I guess, to him. You know, but hey... <laughs> he was all about that animal cruelty bill. Oh, yeah. Got, got, got to protect the animals. animals. Children, <laughs> not so much. A anyway, burden on society, I guess, huh? Socialistic yeah. ways. Let me give a special thank you again to Laurie Key. A very, very busy day out there. Also, a quick thank you to all of our sponsors. We did uh, have to uh, go through a commercial break, but our good sponsors, Sight and Sound, uh, Creative Computer Solutions, uh, Universal Auto Parts, uh, Portman Harlow Law Firm, all of those guys who keep us on the air, we appreciate you. No problem.